today what I'm going to do is share five things that you should start doing now to improve self-love and confidence because it feels damn good when we are proud of the person that we are, when we make an effort for our body and mind every day, and when we feel confident from the inside out. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hello, everyone. So I actually want to start today's episode by saying that this is the 41st episode of the Happy Way podcast. I actually cannot believe it. Since starting this podcast, we have had so many amazing people tune in for an episode. And it has been so incredible to know that every episode we've been able to share, you know, a little bit of happiness and motivation with you all. I just want to express my sincere gratitude to all of you amazing people. Personally, Hosting this podcast has been something that I have loved doing so much and has just been an incredible experience for me. When I started, I remember how nervous I was um, in that first episode um, and I was just listening to it back and I'm like, oh gosh. But then knowing that I was, you know, getting all these incredible people on, sharing this these great messages of health and happiness and then hearing feedback saying, I loved that episode or I learned something new. I can't express how fulfilled that made me feel. So I just really want to say I love you all so much, everyone that tunes in, and thank you so, so much for your support because it means the world to me and to everyone at Happy Way. So thank you. Now let's get into today's episode. Now today I'm actually going to take a little bit of a different approach. I usually talk all about nutrition, but today I'm going to move a little into the self-help area and share a bit of an insight into being being the best version of yourself. Self-love is definitely the hype word used to describe caring for your body, mind and soul on a deep, meaningful level. Self-love is bloody important and a crucial aspect of health and happiness. When we learn to prioritize self-love and continue to move towards the feelings and actions of nourishing our entire being, we can show up as the best version of ourselves. So what is self-love? I personally describe self-love as the overarching word to describe a deep sense of love, care, self-respect, and kindness for oneself and value for who you are inside and out. As a feeling, I describe it as, um, I describe self-love as a deep feeling of confidence and high self-esteem for oneself, the ability to speak openly and freely, but also listen deeply. It is feeling content within your skin and energized to be your best self day in and day out. So today what I'm going to do is share five things that you should start doing now to improve self-love and confidence because it feels damn good when we are proud of the person that we are, when we make an effort for our body and mind every day, and when we feel confident from the inside out. So, you know, it just helps in every aspect of your life, whether it's with work, whether it's with your relationships, 
no matter what it is. Self-love is at the core of everything. And yes, self-love may be a bit of a hype word at the moment, but it is crucial. Like I said, it describes all of those deep and meaningful aspects of confidence and self-esteem. So we want to boost that. We want to feel good. So I've got a few things that I'm going to share that have definitely helped me um, and I hope that they can help you too. So firstly is movement. So when you move your body around and you make time for exercise, you're actually boosting your feel-good neurotransmitters. So your dopamine and your serotonin. um, And it actually changes the chemicals in your brain to help you feel good. So if you're in a sluggish mood, if you're feeling crappy and you're not feeling like you've had a good day or whatever it may be, move your body. Trust me, it will boost that feeling of self-love and confidence and you will feel so much better for it. This could be a full-on workout. This could be going to the gym. This could be a Pilates or a yoga class, or it could literally be standing up and doing 20 star jumps. You know, if you're feeling really sluggish and not yourself, make time for movement every day. Pairing this with sunshine as well to get that vitamin D, so taking your movement outside, boom, you've got a recipe for self-love right there. Get your body moving. you're, You're not made to be stagnant and sit down all day. You're made to move and move freely. So finding time to move your body every day Um, no matter how that is, is the biggest form of self-love. So so get moving. But next up, I've got nutrition and hydration. So what you put into your body, you get out. Eating well is a form of self-love within itself. Every time you make an effort to nourish your body, you are practicing self-love. Eating for nourishment is a form of kindness and respect for your body. It shows that you care, that you're making an effort, that you want the best for your physical being. It feels really good when you are eating foods that you know your body is going to love and taking the time to actually listen to what your body needs. This in itself is going to boost confidence, help you to feel happier and give you a renewed sense of care and consideration for yourself. Now, of course, as I always say, this does not mean never eating foods that you may consider maybe to be more indulgent or whatever. Absolutely not. It's about respecting yourself enough to make balanced choices when it comes to nutrition because you understand that certain foods make you feel a lot happier and healthier compared to others. So starting right now, not next week, not Monday, not next month, right now, I want you to eat with integrity and take pride in what you put in your body. If you know that instead of just coffee for breakfast, you'll feel so much more nourished with a toast and avocado, then eat that you know, make that decision. If you know that instead of pizza for dinner, you'd like to experiment with making maybe like a salmon poke bowl because it's colorful, fun, nutritious, then go for it. You deserve all of it. You deserve to prioritize your health and what you're eating. And when you start making these choices, you feel really proud of yourself and you start to notice that your energy is better, your mind is clearer, and you you feel good from within. You truly do get out what you put in. So make sure you are giving yourself the best. Try new foods, try different things, experiment with recipes, um, try new spices. Like every time you go to the shop, if there's something that, you know, there's a new vegetable you haven't seen or there's a new herb or a spice, then grab it and experiment because that's fun. You know, you're, you're worth making those choices and trying new things. So 
you know, and also cook the recipes that you save on Instagram. I know that if I go through my saved posts, there is just recipes and recipes. Actually make them and make an effort. Make a priority to go food shopping once a week and actually eat the good food that you put into your fridge. Don't just let it go all moldy. Um, Your nutrition and hydration really is the foundation of a healthy body and mind. So, you know, it feels really good when you are just making aligned choices, when you're listening to your body and you're saying, yes, this makes me feel good. I need that. I deserve that. And no, that doesn't serve me. That doesn't make me feel good. I feel sluggish. I don't need that. I deserve better. You know, that is a form of self-love within itself. What you are putting in, you're getting out. So my next tip is stop comparing yourself to others. This is the most anti-self-love thing that you can do. It's a toxic cycle of telling yourself you are not enough. And all this does is break down your confidence, it breaks down your self-esteem and overall feelings of happiness. With social media and the fact that we are constantly scrolling, it's easy to just fall into that you know, that t- toxic cycle of, of looking at others and being like, oh my God, they're so much better than me, whatever. Let me tell you something. No one is as rich, as happy or as successful as social media makes them look. Behind everyone's happy posts and stories are bad days and struggles that they don't post. Behind every post of a family or friend buying a new house or a car or whatever are years of saving and sacrifice or finance. And behind every success story or overnight success are years of hard work, dedication and failures. Social media is a highlight reel where we post this awesome, flashy, beautiful 1% of our lives. And to be honest, I personally don't think it is any influencers, business persons or celebrities or whoever you look up to, responsibility or obligation to have to, have to post those other moments of their life because of how someone else interprets their life is not their responsibility. So what I'm saying here, you know, if someone is posting all these great things, they don't also need to post their struggles and whatnot because we are still allowed to live a private life, you know, and how someone interprets your life or you interpret someone else's life is not that person's responsibility. That's completely on you. I myself have a um, social media, I have a public profile and when I'm having a bad day, when I'm feeling shit and I'm feeling stressed and I'm feeling anxious, the last thing I'm going to do is get my phone out and film myself and tell everyone about it. I mean, some people do that and I take my hat off to them. Well done. That's amazing. You're sharing that part of your life and it takes a lot of courage to do that. But some people don't want to do that. And I think we forget that when we see these people who post all these incredible achievements and things and whatever, that we also forget that they're real people like us and they have bad days. And it kind of, you know, there's no need to compare our lives to them because they're real people as well. They have the same struggles that we do. You know, yeah, they may be different in in different ways, but we're all the same. We're all human. So I think that's one thing we always need to come back to. So I've got a few tips on how to do that just in a minute. Firstly, I recommend you do a big cull of your social media following list. Who do you find yourself looking at and then feeling shit afterwards? Unfollow them. 
if there's a person that you, every time you look at their stuff, you go down a rabbit hole and then you're like, oh my God, I just hate myself after looking at this person. Unfollow them. You're, you don't need to be following them. And if it's someone you may not feel comfortable unfollowing, so, you know, they might be a friend or a family member or a friend of a friend or whatever, Instagram has this really awesome feature where you can now just mute them. So, you don't have to actually unfollow them, but if you mute them, you don't see their stories and you don't see their posts. So it kind of takes away that guilt of, oh, you know, I shouldn't unfollow them because of this reason, but then you still don't have to see their stuff. So amazing. Make use of that feature. Your next step here is think about why, ask yourself this question, why do I feel shit after looking at this person? And why am I comparing myself to them? And then get out your journal and write down whatever comes to mind. You might write, because they look super successful and I just got made redundant or because they have beautiful long legs and I'm short. I then want you to use these journal prompts and answer these questions. So get your pens and paper out. So firstly, I am comparing myself to someone based on XYZ, whatever it is, because. Answer that question. Next question. Do I believe that this person I am comparing myself to does not experience any other struggles that make them a real person like me? What are you proud of achieving in your life and what is something you love the most about yourself? How can I use this situation to show more love and motivate me in the right direction? And then next time I feel like I'm getting down because I'm comparing myself to someone, what is one thing I can do to stop that? So what these questions actually help you do is they identify your why. So they identify why you're feeling a certain way, why you're comparing yourself to this person. They also make you feel a sense of relatability to whoever you're comparing yourself to you know, to remind you that they're real, just like you are. And then it also reminds you of the amazing achievements that you have done and the things that you love about yourself to kind of bring up that level of self-love and that confidence. So this process is a really great, you know, kind of level to go, different levels to go through to kind of bring you back to reality and bring you back to yourself. So use these journal prompts as often as you need and also keep some reminders in your phone, like in your notes, um, that you can quickly open and affirm to yourself. So for example, You may want to have an affirmation in your phone or a sentence or whatever it is saying, you know, I love that I am kind and caring to everyone I meet and I always give everything 100% effort. You know, that may be something you love about yourself. So find what that is, embrace it and love that, you know. We all have something that is unique. We are all 100% different. We are all 100% unique and no one else has what you have. So embrace that, feel that and live that, you know, because we only have one life and if we spend that life constantly looking at others and thinking that they're better than us or they have something we don't have or whatever, we're not going to achieve the things we want to achieve, you know. So embrace who you are because you're amazing and you need to remind yourself that. Now, the next thing is stay accountable, stick to your goals and follow through with them. No one is going to come and make your life better. You have to make your life better by showing up every day and taking action on what is important to you. When you stay accountable and follow through with things, it gives you this great sense of self-belief and confidence. 
And I don't mean smashing massive milestones, you know, weekly. What I mean is making yourself daily commitments and promises that you can stick to and actually doing them, you know, things that are going to benefit your life and your being. So, you know, these can be things like waking up early or at the same time each morning, you know, setting that alarm and getting out of bed as soon as your alarm goes off meditating three times a week for 20 minutes, you know, setting that time aside every week to do that meditation, going to the gym and exercising how many times you commit yourself to doing that, drinking two liters of water every day, you know, saying, yep, I've got this water bottle and I'm going to make sure I drink two liters every day. And then it might be things like journaling before bed. So find things that work for you and stick to them. Stay committed. You need to stay accountable because that builds that self-belief. It is within these daily practices that you will start to find a good routine that benefits you and this will help you to build trust with yourself. It will make you say, I stick to these things because I am worthy. I make time for myself to fill up my own cup daily because I am important. That's basically what staying accountable says. That's what your mind is saying, that you are worthy of of doing these things. You are important. You need to fill up your own cup. And that's how, you know, doing little things every day for yourself, creating a routine and sticking to it is so important when it comes to nourishing that self-love aspect of yourself. And yes, of course, every now and then our our routine might get a bit of a shake up and that's okay. That's life. But it's having the discipline to get back on track. Keep yourself accountable and make an effort to then make these things happen. If you are not pulling yourself back in line, no one else is going to do that for you. You know, I always say to my clients when it comes to nutrition, I can give you the tools, I can give you a diet plan, I can give you the resources to guide you with your nutritional changes, but it's up to you to take action, to stay accountable and do what needs to be done to show up for yourself and achieve these goals. So here's what you're going to do. You are going to set three realistic and aligned goals that you are going to start immediately. Let's say Number one, I will drink a minimum of two liters of water a day. Go buy a water bottle or use whatever you've got at home, whatever, and stick to that. Number two, I will start a daily gratitude journal where I will write down three things I am grateful for at the end of each day. And number three, I will be in bed by 9.30 p.m. on weeknights. Stick to these things. Set yourself things that align with your goals that are realistic and just do them. Stay accountable. So go do this for yourself and start making an effort to do the small things every day to keep yourself accountable. Don't break the promises you make to yourself. Build some trust. Go for it. You've got this. So the next one is a big one um, and it is let go of toxic people, jobs, relationships and past experiences honor yourself. If something or someone is not serving you, lovingly let it go. We often hold on so tightly to things that are simply just causing us pain and discomfort and it doesn't do us any favors at all. We know that in our gut something or someone is not right for us and showing yourself self-love means honoring that, listening in and trusting in your decisions. So this form of self-love shows that you are willing to understand when something is not good for you and then step away. That's it. It's about flexing your no muscle and putting yourself first. 
Now, that is self-love to a max. Now, I know this is a hard one. It can definitely be a hard one. And I can totally relate to anyone who may be listening thinking, oh, but I hate confrontation or I feel bad. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I get it because I struggle with this a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, (laughs) Um, probably the most out of all of them. But I think that it's the one, the one thing you need to realize is that the only person you owe anything to is yourself. And also if someone is hurting your feelings, putting you down, portraying toxic behavior around you, then by lovingly distancing yourself, you won't really be losing anything. Yes, if it is a partner or someone really close to you, it might involve a difficult conversation, but one difficult conversation is easier than weeks, months, or even years of taking on someone else's toxicity. If something is not serving you, it's okay to distance yourself. It really is. This is something you may want to speak to a therapist about um, or confide in a really close, trusted family or friend. That can make it easier. Often talking about it with someone you love is is makes this whole process easier. But my tips on identifying whether something or someone is toxic for you include asking yourself these questions. So listen in. So the first one is, does this situation, aka maybe a job, give me mad anxiety before, during or after you are there? Does this person always have something negative, condescending or patronizing to say when you are either excited about something, starting something new or telling a story about yourself? Do you leave this person thinking, shit, I shouldn't have said that to them. Why did I say that? Like you're second guessing everything or do you leave them a little bit on edge? Do you feel like you are not being valued, cared for and appreciated in this situation or with this person? Do you avoid speaking up and saying what you have to say simply to avoid their response or because there is just no point because you know it's not going to get anywhere, they're going to shut you down, they're going to make you feel like crap? Ask yourself these questions and if you were like nodding your head yes, 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 yes to a lot of these because, you know, in regards to a job or a person or a partner, whatever, then it's time to make some change. It's time to, you know, do something about it. Now, grab a journal if you are struggling with these questions and write them out. Trust me, if you are unsure, these answers um, after writing them down will be loud and clear. You will know exactly where you stand and what you need to do moving forward. My tip here would be to ask yourself what it is you want from a friendship, from a relationship and from a job. And whatever is going on in your life, if it doesn't meet that standard, it's really time to take action in improving it. So you physically making changes and improving it or letting it go. So only you have control over this. If it's time to let it go, allow yourself to heal and grow as a person. Your future self will thank you for it. So I did also mention in this point that if there's something that has happened in your past, um, a situation, holding on to it is is not going to be beneficial to your being. It's not going to help you feel self-love towards your body. It's going to help you, you know, it's going to make you feel guilty. It's going to make you feel resentful. It's going to give you trust issues, whatever. So letting something go, letting go of that guilt, letting go of that pain is so important to building a better relationship with yourself and learning to love yourself so much more. Now, this can be a really hard thing to do. And this is where I say, go speak to someone, a psychologist, a therapist, a healer, a friend, a family member, whoever, and learn to let it go. Grab your journal out, 
write it out, write out what the situation, keep writing about it until you feel like you can't write about it anymore. You know, learn to let go. This is a form of self-love. This is a form of showing yourself that you matter, that you're important. And, you know, you need to kind of make those changes for yourself. I feel like I've talked about a lot. I've nearly reached the end of the episode. So I hope these tips and these steps will help you to increase your love and self-confidence because self-love is so damn important. And when we feel that we are in a good place with how we feel about ourselves and, you know, our actions, our daily actions, like the things I've just listed, when we implement those things within our life, we start feeling this new sense of trust, of of confidence, of self-belief, of reassurance within ourselves because we're doing these actions every day that are benefiting all aspects of who we are as a person. You know, build trust, build confidence, build resilience, build determination, build motivation within yourself. It all comes down to your daily actions. It all comes down to the things and the practices that you slip into your routine every day and then working on them. That's what builds self-love. That's what builds confidence and self-esteem. So make these changes, do these things, take action because only you can make a change and only you can, you know, move towards a higher and more loving version of yourself. So I hope this, you know, has been helpful and helps you to fill up your cup. And yes, I, if you want to learn more about this stuff, by the way, you can go check out my business page, Good Day Wellness, um, where I have a whole heap of information on self-love journaling um, and also nourishing your body from within. Now, I also want to mention that we are offering Happy Way free nutritional consultations. So these are 15-minute express consultations to help you pick Happy Way products or learn how to use Happy Way products that are going to assist you in achieving your health goals. So if you would like to book in a free 15-minute consultation with me, um, then pop I'll pop the link in the bio and you can just click on that, book in a day. I'll give you a call and we'll have a chat and kind of discuss a really good nutritional plan and process and also products that work for you. So book in because I'd love to chat with you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye.